everyone. Welcome to the show. So Donald Trump's attorney informed the judge that he's not going to be calling any of his witnesses in this rape and defamation case. This is, of course, the case brought by E. Jean Carroll. They were supposed to have at least one witness, which was supposed to be, as I understand it, an expert witness in psychology. Well, attorney Joe Tacopina said that that psychologist, that witness is unavailable. Yeah, I bet they are. But Carol's expert witness did show up. Clinical psychologist Dr. Leslie Lebowitz interviewed Carol that she said for approximately 20 hours. She told the jury that Carol exhibits symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, including physical pain. And Lebowitz said, quote, she does have symptoms that fit into the rubric of PTSD. And the psychologist said that as compared to before the attack by Trump, the alleged attack, quote, Carol lives with a higher level of chronic fearfulness. Dr. Lebowitz also detailed three ways that she believes that Carol has been harmed by this assault. She said that Carol experiences, quote, painful, intrusive memories. She also said that Carol has a diminished self-image. And she said that the assault, quote, made her feel like she was worth less than she had been before. But according to this doctor, the most long-lasting, consistent effect that this has had on her, how it has manifested, is, quote, avoidance syndromes. The doctor said, quote, following her encounter with Mr. Trump, she began to shut down in the presence of eligible men. She's avoiding anything that reminds her of the threat. She also explained why Carol presented one version of herself publicly while feeling completely different in private. She said Carol, quote, fiercely identified with being strong, but, quote, being raped meant to her being the victim, being stupid, being dirty. For most of the year, she simply blamed herself for the assault. She thought she had done something stupid. Dr. Leibowitz also said that not screaming is not uncommon for rape victims. And she said it's because when they're attacked, the victim's brain is flooded with stress hormones, which cause a victim to, quote, do things that appear to be illogical and irrational. So she is referring to cortisol, which is called the fight or flight hormone. And the doctor said that the flood of cortisol shuts the prefrontal cortex down, which is the part of the brain that provides logic and reasoning. And she said that these stress hormones can greatly affect the details that a victim remembers about a traumatic incident. So, you know, she said they may remember certain things, but not other things. They may not remember the date. They may not remember exactly, you know, what they were wearing or what was said or whatever, but they may remember other details with with you know great clarity um at one point during the cross examination of Dr. Lebowitz one of Trump's attorneys got into a heated back and forth with Carol's attorney and the judge was not pleased he told Trump's attorney quote uh, which by the way was not Takapina it's a different guy but the judge told him that there's quote a rule about how you are to do this and this isn't it <laughs> uh, next up on the stand was another Trump accuser. Natasha Stoinoff was a writer for People magazine when she visited Trump at Mar-a-Lago in 2005. She was writing a puff piece on Trump and Melania. She was writing this on their first wedding anniversary. According to Stoinoff, a pregnant Melania 
was upstairs. She was changing clothes. She was preparing because they were going to be doing a joint interview. Well, Trump leads her into a room in the estate. She said, quote, I followed him and we went in through these back doors and down the hall and turned right into a room. I'm looking around. I'm thinking, wow, really nice room, wondering what he wants to show me. And I hear the door shut behind me. By the time I turn around, he has my hands on my shoulders and he pushes me against the wall and he starts kissing me. Stoinov said that she pushed him away, but, quote, he came toward me again and I tried to shove him again. He was kissing me and he was against me holding my shoulder back. She said that she didn't say anything during this assault, alleged assault to, to Trump because, quote, I couldn't. I tried. I was just flustered and shocked. No words came out. So, you know, I, I mean, when you're literally physically trying to fight someone off, you don't exactly have the wherewithal to speak or maybe even the breath to speak. You're fighting. You know, it's like trying to talk when you're working out really hard. So anyway, one of Carol's attorneys asked if she told Trump to stop, but Stoinov said that she couldn't. Um, however, uh, luckily for her, a butler came into the room, and then that's when Trump finally stopped. And Stoinov said that she didn't tell her bosses, she didn't tell anyone at People magazine, because she didn't want to cause any trouble. Uh, but she said that she felt, quote, ashamed and humiliated at what had happened. She said after that infamous Access Hollywood tape surfaced during the 2016 election, that's when she decided to speak out. And so the jury heard that tape today. And for those of you who don't remember, or maybe weren't around then, weren't paying attention then, um, Trump, it, it, among other things, said, quote, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. And then he made the infamous grab them by the statement. Yeah. Um, so, of course, Trump denied Stoinoff's allegation at the time that she made it in 2016. And he said, quote, look at her. You tell me what you think. I don't think so. So eerily similar to what he said about Carol, right? Denies the allegation and then makes it out like these women are just too hideous for him to even be interested. I mean, last I checked, sexual assault and rape wasn't even about being attracted to the person. It's about anger. It's about control. It's about dominance. It's about something that is deep-seated in the men that they haven't dealt with. It's about, you know, their own fear and loathing of themselves and feeling like less than a man and feeling impotent and, you know, wanting to prove themselves. So anyway, um, but yeah, if you look at older photos of these women, they were attracted women it, anyway. So Carol's younger sister also testified, but nothing came out of any real significance. Um, and then that's where things left off today. So I will definitely have more for you guys tomorrow. And the judge told the jury that they should expect to receive this case at the beginning of next week. So the trial should wrap up tomorrow because I believe that they're off on Friday. 
I will let you know what I find out tomorrow. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you can, even if it's one time. Hugely helps, makes a big difference in keeping the show on the air. I truly appreciate it. Love you guys. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon. Mm -hmm.